Hi, good morning, everyone. I have a very special guest with me today, uh, Ritika Anand. Ritika is an educator. She leads a school here in Delhi, a, a very large school. Who and and you know everyone in Delhi aspires to be in her school. So, thank you, Ritika. Thank you for your time today. Let me you know set the context of of the conversation that we would like or the question that we would like you to address. Uh, last eighteen months were. I mean, were unprecedented. We've never seen this kind of uh, environment ever in our lives. How, how, while I know the answer, how difficult was the whole transformation from your perspective? The education system now being changed from classroom to to digital pure play. How difficult was for teachers to to you know embrace this change? and what steps were taken from your school perspective to train the teachers hi rohit uh, yeah a very pertinent question interesting um yes uh, the world changed and shall i say rohit that we did not have an option so initially yes um uh, within the school there was if i talk about the teachers if i talk about the parents um uh, there was initially um a feeling of uh, uh, negation there 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 were uh, problems when it came to training but uh, you know i always used to tell my teachers the parents that um look back when facebook came into our lives look back when whatsapp became the part of our uh, lives did anyone train us to use whatsapp did anyone train us to use facebook and the answer was no why we adapted so quickly to a social media platform like facebook or whatsapp was that it was interesting and uh, we felt important and uh, we wanted to connect so there was no training per se to anyone in the in the world to to uh, uh, you know to be a part of social media platforms so why do we have a resistance towards um, um, you know teaching via online platforms and uh, definitely we did a lot of um, uh, training programs but before we actually uh, did some technical uh, training programs for our teachers uh we sort of um, uh, hit their psychology we did a lot of workshops on how to um learn to unlearn because it is so important to empty your cups it is so important you know if i talk about the soft skills which our students need to um you know have if they have to have successful lives teachers will have to model the same soft skills the same values uh, you know because everything is changing so fast so that ability to adapt to the changing circumstances learning new trends think systematically and to be practical we we had to change there was no choice and for for if you ask me about the students i think they adapted uh, to the new change like fish to water there was no resistance at all it was the adults the teachers and the parents who who had the questions and who took a little time to to adapt to the new normal yeah 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, and and I see it at my home. My son moved on very quickly. It's the parents yeah. who who took a lot of time to understand what was what was happening. You know, Ritika, uh, uh, are are teachers more in pressure now than they were in 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 while the physical schools were happening? And the reason I I I ask you this is I see in my son's classroom parents interfering real time, parents. Correcting teachers real time and so on and so forth. So, have you seen that? The, I mean, the negative side or digital transformation per se. Uh, if you'll ask uh, about my experience, um, Rohit, we have to empower our teachers. Now, if teachers are empowered, it hardly matters if the parents are seated beside. uh the child or they are interfering because if the teacher is powerful uh, it hardly uh, makes any difference now if you look at the the kind of um, uh, classrooms we have you know there, there are no physical barriers in a classroom you know because the you know the technology has enabled um us it has made us more powerful there are new ways of learning communicating working collaborating and honestly we all are working with versatile learning tools now be it assessment teaching and internet i keep on uh, uh, you know and this is what we really discuss with our students with our teachers especially with our teachers that they are competing with what is uh, uh, present or or available freely on the internet there is so much information it is just a click away why would a child want to sit in your classroom if the same matter is available in any xyz uh, portal and in, in, in any place for that matter and if you look at uh, youtube channels or people having you know their educational channels you just have to type force and pressure and you will get 100 videos and force on force and pressure and they are uh, of good quality they are uh, uh, of admirable quality i would say so more than students are learning every day they are at, they they are at that stage where they are grabbing left right and center they are becoming lazier in certain uh, parts that's a different thing we can talk about it uh, sometime later but if you look at the information children are exposed they are learning they are making the best out of the situation now here the weak link are the teachers if they cannot deliver something which is better than what is available on youtube i'm afraid um then things are not uh, so rosy and the, the things are not so uh, i would say um, uh, right for the teaching learning environment if the child can see um, uh, certain modules on youtube is the teacher giving that physical uh, experience now when i talk about physical experience doesn't mean that she has to meet the child but are we let's say science are there certain practicals or or experiments which are hands on uh, uh, and which can be thought of by using things which are present uh, at home so it is up to the teacher how to tell them or how to engage them fruitfully and do those experiments with their hands to use their kinesthetic uh, kinesthetic skills visually looking at uh, a youtube video or any any video and 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 thinking acha ha ye to mujhe samajh aa gaya samajh aa gaya dekh kar ya samajh aa gaya karke dono mein bahut fark hai 
and one more thing uh, rohit i always uh, believe that since we are um, on a new uh, uh, you know we are the world as i said is changing as you mentioned we are really uh, moving fast at supersonic speed our children our students need to connect to the environment if our teachers are making an extra effort in in um making them just wonder about nature touching and feeling the mud doing some form of um, gardening you know i remember when i was a young student when someone used to say gardening is my hobby so there used to be just five children in the class who would who would raise their hands and say oh gardening is my hobby it was never my hobby but now i feel the need of the hour is that every child needs to needs to feel mother earth needs to feel nature now you address two points and i want your pointed uh, answers to both of them one would the education of future be more practical in nature uh, do you think we got to move from from theoretical knowledge or or the, the way our our teaching system has been more theory do you think that change is happening and and should happen for good one b uh, we we spoke about internet and we spoke about uh, the the whole digital education per se now now i'm just taking this beyond your your school etc as a education leader i want your point of view on on how do you see education for all especially when when it comes to let's say rural india i will not define what rural india is where there is no internet penetration when where, where is maybe there is a there is a you know device there is no device at home etc etc and there are multiple problems how are education leaders like yourself addressing that um yeah that's a great question rohit uh, in fact it is um, um heartening to see the changes which are happening uh, in the country with digitalization of course let's if devices are not present but at least at least on paper we have started thinking i mean 5 um, years um, um, i mean you know just if i remind myself 5 or 10 years a decade back we hardly used to talk about skill subjects you know this and uh, or artificial intelligence or coding as a subject now it has been um, slowly it is getting amalgamated in the mainstream education which is heartening right from you know middle classes and in fact uh, primary classes it has started uh, making its way and skill subjects uh, especially uh, like retail it web application or financial market management tourism beauty wellness agriculture food production um um front office operations banking marketing um healthcare insurance horticulture typography you know uh, electrical technology geospatial technology at least there has been a proper syllabi which has been which has been made because uh, of course the teachers do need to have some base to to uh, you know uh, kind of accommodate these skill subjects in the in in the in the main curriculum and thanks to nep 
uh, 2020 that these points have been have they have uh, there have been discussions and many things have been put to practice but it will take some time for uh, of course for for the training programs of the teachers for this to reach uh, 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 the rural uh, india but we have set the ball rolling that's a very positive uh, uh, note rohit and yes that is a fact that um, uh, our education system actually needed a facelift and uh, it needed an overhauling uh, i i shouldn't be saying it. it it would look really rude for me to say that it 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 took us a pandemic to 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 realize that uh, we were living in the dark ages probably when it came to the to the old uh, structure of uh, education where where everything was so bookish and the textbook uh was the bible now at least the the there are uh, avenues which have opened people are talking about it positively that's such a uh you know such a positive um, a sign that uh, they know that just having textbook knowledge is not going to to suffice what are we getting more which is which which is which is going to place us in the industry which is going to help us in uh, uh, you know in a vocation in a, in, a, in a vocation so yes changes are happening but they are slow second thing uh, rohit when we talk about theoretical and practical knowledge um there there has i have i've been listening to so many uh, debates when people uh, you know talk about how practical knowledge is important and things like that we all know that there is there's no uh, rocket science but having said that theoretical knowledge and practical knowledge they are actually two uh, sides of the same coin they are actually uh, uh you know uh, a wide range of spectrum on one side of the spectrum is theory and the on the other side of the spectrum is 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 practical knowledge so how to amalgamate both the theoretical as well as the practical knowledge is is um, is 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 a, is a power couple so someone who has both the skills is is going is surely going to succeed just having practical knowledge uh without theoretical knowledge can can uh, i'm sure it is going to pose a handicap and of course having theoretical knowledge and no practical knowledge is as it is uh, we've seen the implications <laughs> so many times it is it, it is uh, such a um uh, what do i say it's an ingredient which will just make uh, uh, a failure story there, there is there is there is no success when there is no practical knowledge but they both are the same uh you know they are they are the part of two sides of the same coin i would say interesting because uh, uh when we put this question to other education leaders uh to take a side of either of them but interesting take that that both the knowledge respective knowledges are important for 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 yes. children to succeed yes yeah. yes uh i okay uh i want to ask a very covid related question uh yes There's a there's a global study that has been done by Save the Children, which which talks about you know that it, overall over five million students might not just come back to education because owing to personal losses or owing to uh, you know <laughs> economical disparity mm. now and so on mm. and so forth. Mm. So our education leaders like yourself, uh, especially talking about this aspect, 
and and how do we address it in here in, here in india i know there has been thrust uh, by schools and by by government uh, on on you know ewi students etc but but do you think post covid whenever school opens up there would be a different sort of challenge from from that perspective definitely definitely uh, rohit because um uh, i have been uh, see i can give you an example of my own school where uh, we have definitely seen uh, uh, a dropout uh, you know percentage when it comes to children of economically weaker section and um, when like yesterday i had i had call them to school to to request them to you know join a certain special classes or or other classes but uh, it is disheartening when the parent says that uh, ma'am roti kamaye ya bacche ko padhaye although the schools are are uh, giving free education to the uh, um, you know to the children but the pressure the financial pressures are immense immense and because of the financial pressure somewhere the you know the, the students or the children are facing the backlash and they are definitely uh, losing out on the precious years where uh, they could have gained so much <coughs> it is uh, definitely a very some situation rohit and um, until we have certain economic reforms in in line um, sadly uh, this is actually the truth as a school as an organization we can request we can give them we can help them we can give them uh, you know uh, resources we can help them with the uh, you know, ipads or or certain uh, devices which can help them uh, but then what about the wifi you know we can call them to school once in a while but for how long because if if let's say the third god forbid if the third wave hits we we probably heading for another lockdown so you know these practical problems are are, are really posing an obstruction in their learning graph this is uh, uh, you know this is the actual picture which i see in my school i'm sure this is happening in most of the schools of the country and in, in even in a worst manner because we are uh, uh, supposedly in the heart of delhi and we can we can talk we can uh, help and you know there there are there are resources with which we can you know um, uh, make them sort of uh, with us in this process think of schools think of areas where there are no resources with the schools or uh um, there is just lack of interest so this is a major problem uh, rohit unfortunate but a reality i i i genuinely hope leaders like you uh, education leaders like you quickly find a you know uh, solution to this problem because this is kind of staring in our in our eyes in I... our in our in our faces now Uh, my last question which is again very uh, 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 i mean i i want to understand the future of schools now uh, so when when pandemic had just started about 2020 march uh, maybe february uh, all global large universities including the harvards and all <laughs> made their courses available for free their idea was that more students from the world can can take up their education 
do you hmm. see the future of schools evolving in that manner wherein wherein school, students let's say in us can attend your school hypothetically and 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 the best of the schools here in india which which only helps the entire system to become more competitive and therefore better do you see that the change happening um well rohit um yes there is a possibility it is just um uh, uh you know a matter of creating the right mindset because as we just discussed that uh, knowledge is pouring out pouring everywhere it there are open sources now be it from a research scientist who is sitting uh, somewhere in germany to uh, um, to harvard or any other uh, reputed institute uh, of of the globe so yes this is going to happen soon we have to use the infrastructure the resources which uh, which are a part of our education system also infrastructure is also an important uh, uh, you know an important resource a part so we have been um, uh, working on this to create a model where of course not everyone can attend the school every day that is not possible and we don't see the possibility for another at least 2 3 years so we cannot be leaving our uh, school buildings empty we would want to have the children come to school to uh, experience uh, uh, school life in a certain way and uh, the others who are sitting at home uh, you know interacting with other teachers uh, the same teachers howsoever we do it we'll have to create uh, a toolkit to uh, you know to make the system this hybrid system work well because you know just leaving these young learners free to go anywhere i don't actually see that as a great idea because uh, restraint and choice making choice is very important rohit because you cannot be um um be exposed to so much so you know teachers a, a role of a good teacher is to expose the children to the right content and giving the direction is so important as they say that of course the teacher is not the center of uh, the universe now as i said she or he is the guide on the side but then that the responsibility of the guide uh, my, my you know when whenever we have a conversation my i my i always start pointing towards the teacher because if they are are um, uh, uh, you know adapting to this entire scenario of hybrid learning of if my children are coming to school what content do i deliver to them in the school when they are at home uh, which videos are they watching what research projects are they doing and and i have to be uh, uh, capable to uh, you know next day to hold a good meaningful meaty discussion with my children so look at the role of the teacher she is jumping from an online offline mode plus she should know a lot a lot to inspire the young learners to to inspire them to think out of the box when he when he talks so much about creative thinking and thinking out of the box and uh, you know the teachers need to do a lot of preparatory ground work and uh, you know sort of um, you know the first question which you asked like 
social media also having meaningful debates on social media with the students it is so beautiful when i see uh, people posting um, uh, you know certain opposing certain questions having debates on uh, on what's going to happen or any anything which is posing a threat to the country or to the environment it they are such powerful platforms but are we extracting the best out of it are we empowering the people who are guiding these young learners is is important is uh, you know it, it is something which we cannot close our eyes uh, you know we just we have to have our workforce ready smart and 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 if i we have to make our children future ready the teachers have to be trained first so powerful statement at the end thank you ritika for your time i look forward to interact with you more often than this thank you so much for thank you so much rohit Thank you.